This is the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. The podcast for curious and passionate dental hygienists. Hey there, Kara RDH here. I want to thank 3M Oral Care for sponsoring this podcast audio article. 3M is a leader in developing products to help patients with xerostomia. They have a suite of products to tackle xerostomia from multiple angles, including 3M Xerostomia Relief Spray, 3M Vanish 5% Sodium Fluoride White Varnish, High Fluoride Clean Pro 5000 Toothpaste, and 100% Xylitol Theramins. To learn more about 3M's suite of xerostomia products, go to 3M.com slash xerostomia. Now let's get on to the audio article. Cannabis legalization changes how dental practices should operate. By Kelly Donnelly, RDH. The private act of cannabis use in all of its forms is becoming not so private with our patients in clinical practice. As we rang in the 2018 New Year, California officially became one among the 30 states to legalize the recreational and medicinal use of marijuana. Since January 1st, it's not taken long for citizens to begin exercising their state legalized right. Upon a trip to San Diego, California, you'll see the commercial industry did not drag its feet either. Billboards and clinics have popped up within less than a quarter mile from one another, trending on the healing and natural powers of cannabis. With the ongoing legalization of cannabis, what changes are we to encounter within the field of dentistry? Cannabis use is not a new practice, but it's a topic of interest to the dental field that seems to have been undisclosed until now. With patients feeling this new, legally supported, regular engagement with marijuana, I sense we're about to encounter a greater willingness to be forthright on health history questionnaires. Will we as dental professionals know the indications and contraindications for dental treatment for our patients? It's now more important than ever to have a grasp on the diverse adverse effects of cannabis on general and oral health. In an article written in the Australian Dental Journal, it states cannabis abusers generally have poorer oral health than non-users, with an increased risk of dental caries and periodontal diseases. Cannabis smoke acts as a carcinogen and is associated with dysplastic changes and pre-malignant lesions within the oral mucosa. Users are also prone to oral infections, possibly due to the immunosuppressive effects. Dental treatment on patients intoxicated on cannabis can result in the patient experiencing acute anxiety, dysphoria, and psychotic-like paranoiac thoughts. The use of local anesthetic containing epinephrine may seriously prolong tachycardia already induced by an acute dose of cannabis. Being aware of the oral consequences, along with a patient's specific patterns of use, will help dental care professionals to establish specific needs of care for patients. This begins by incorporating marijuana use in a detailed health history. Determining users who would be at high risk for caries would have been the first factor to cross the dental-oriented mind, research or not. Given dispensaries have turned into a colorful adult candy shop with edibles laced with sugar. The various forms of cannabis bring up another factor. How will we distinguish the different risks associated with the various forms of use, whether through smoke inhalation, oil, topical, or edible? more research is needed. Regardless of cannabis form, the interactions with anesthetic, in the case of nitrous oxide conscious sedation, deserves critical attention. Are there possibilities cannabis could work as an alternative approach for users to experience conscious sedation? Clinical research for guidelines and continued education on cannabis use needs to be established for all dental healthcare providers. 
It's also imperative that we, as dental care providers, make our clinical decisions based on scientific evidence regarding the pharmacologic and psychological effects of marijuana, not on the societal stigma associated with drug use. In a case study conducted by the Journal of the American Dental Association, a 27-year-old man sought care at the dental clinic with a non-restorable molar requiring extraction. During the review of his medical history, the patient reported taking a dab of marijuana approximately five hours before his appointment. Because of the admission of recent illicit drug use, no treatment was rendered. The patient was offered an appointment the next day, but he refused, citing bias in regard to his cannabis use. This case shows how important it is to be mindful of our reactions and behavior in response to honesty of our patients who are regular users. We must remain sensitive and unbiased. But what about when a patient falls into our chair who is not as honest? We need to have systems in place that aid in rendering a patient's level of cognitive impairment. I asked my sister and brother-in-law, both of whom are in law enforcement, how they determine the level of impairment. Per a drug recognition expert from the San Diego Sheriff's Department, there is a 12-step process to decide what substance is involved. For training of this 12-step process, officers must attend the Drug Recognition Expert Program. A person under the influence of cannabis will not have the horizontal or vertical gaze nystagmus, which is the involuntary jerking of the eyes, which is seen with alcohol. Instead, they'll have lack of convergence. Their pupils may be dilated, depending on the person. The individual will have a normal reaction to light, elevated pulse, and high blood pressure. Normally, they'll have a white or green pasty substance on their tongue, with dry cotton mouth. An individual will have glazed eyes and have slow or slurred speech. Some of these symptoms depend on an individual's tolerance levels, as well as the way they ingested the substance. Most people who've taken a decent amount of marijuana will be uncoordinated. You as a dental hygienist will be limited on what you can evaluate as far as drug use, but these will give you some clues. The development of outlined physical and clinical markers will help us determine and provide our patients with a secure plan for treatment. The standard of care is set high and ever-changing. That said, there are many questions left unanswered by the dental research community at this point about the legalization of marijuana and its effects. It's important to be educated on the contraindications and indications of dental care for patients who are regular marijuana users. With a new skill set of knowledge, we can better instruct our patients on the risks to their oral health and manage their treatment needs safely and effectively. I hope you enjoyed the audio article. Thank you again to 3M for sponsoring. Head on over to 3M.com slash Xerostomia to learn about their suite of Xerostomia products. That's 3M.com slash Xerostomia. Thank you for listening to the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.